0: Welcome to the Oh so Dope Audio Show. Think comedy meets a much-needed heart-to-heart, jam-packed with dope conversations to motivate, inspire, and entertain. It's like a box of chocolates. You never know what you're gonna get, but it's gonna be sweet. From personal growth and self-improvement to pop culture and a little bit of mess, I'm your host, Cass, here to bring you the freshest takes on life, love, and everything in between. So pour yourself a glass of something good, cause we're about to drop down and get our eagle long, baby. Love. It's called an audio show, it's not a podcast. Oh, it's Thank our you.
1: audio show. Thank you. Cut that part out. <laughs>
0: i don't know why but i always get wedgies i don't even have the, like a big butt but i'm always getting wedgies
1: i i don't i don't, I don't know how, what to say to that
0: i don't know either maybe does that mean when you get a wedgie does that mean your underwear are too big like is there too much fabric
1: you need to google it after we record
0: yeah i guess what maybe...
1: like google why do we get wedgies
0: well, I think you get wedgies like if you're sitting up, like every time I get out of my car, duh, I get a wedgie because I kind of like shuffle out of my car and then my butt cheeks spread and then they eat my underwear right back up, you know? And then like if you're climbing stairs and you take a big lunge, you're going to get a wedgie.
1: Honestly, you, you saying this, I'm like, what?
0: You don't get wedgies?
1: I do. The odd time here and there, but like I don't, not not that often.
0: Huh? Very interesting. Uh,
1: okay, a weird conversation. But I okay. guess the only
0: time, like that, I don't get a wedgie is like if I'm wearing a thong or something. But like, I don't like to wear. Th- Do you like women who wear thongs? Do you prefer? Do you care? No. Do you care if a woman wears granny panties? I don't know. I think granny panties are sexy.
1: Cause you're a granny.
0: I, there's something about a full coverage undergarment. <laughs> That just makes me be like, this is classic. This is classy. Wear
1: a parachute.
0: No, okay. Mm. I don't wear bloomers. I think there's a difference between bloomers and full coverage bikini bottoms. But like, I feel like boy shorts don't make sense. That's a little bit too much fabric. I think I got a lot of lot of wedgies now. Boy shorts, like
1: briefs, kind of.
0: No, not briefs. Regular underwear, like triangle panties. Okay. Like the kind you buy in the six pack.
1: Okay, whatever, man. Like, I just think that's a that's a that's something weird to talk about.
0: What the underwear? I'm trying to get to the bottom of why I have so many wedgies all the time. I'm picking my butt, and it's gross. It look. I don't like. I'm clean, and I don't put my fingers. I just in th- my it just butt. makes
1: me think of like that thing that I see on like Instagram, where it's like. You're looking at something and then they like open up a box and then it's a guy that comes out and said, Did you watch wash your ass today?
0: I've never seen those <laughs> oh memes. Gosh. We have two different algorithms. Oh
1: my gosh. Did like did you wash your ass today? Yeah.
0: No. Well, of course I I wash my <laughs> bum. <laughs> Anyways, welcome back to the show. It's also dope. My name's Cass. This is my co host Benny. Hello. And we are here today just to talk about hot topics and hot takes. Stuff stuff. It's going to be a variety of topics. I even forget what's in there. So we're going to pick it up. It's going to be a wild bag episode. Can I go first this time?
1: Absolutely.
0: Cancel culture. Does it promote accountability or does it hinder free speech?
1: I hate cancel culture. Me too. I think it's stupid. I think it's for people like there's no freedom of speech anymore uh, anymore. You're not allowed to have an opinion because people are going to just rip you apart for it like you should you can be able to have an opinion say something and if someone doesn't like it it's like i don't i don't agree with you and then you're done or then yeah. you can just try to prove each other's point but then it's like no no um this is not how it should be so um let's all cancel this person and it just makes me want to say a lot of bad words
0: I don't think it hinders free speech. It hinders how comfortable people are speaking freely. And that works sometimes. Sometimes people just, they say things without thinking. So I do believe that having, I don't like cancel culture, but knowing that if you're in front of a bigger audience and you have a voice and have a platform, you have to think twice about what you're saying. I think that's important because not everybody defaults to that of course if we're just if we're hanging out we're talking whatever and we're friends you know that even if I say something that sounds a little ignorant you know that you know that I'm not ignorant I think that sometimes people do need to be there's a very few people who do need to be canceled for doing unforgivable things that's cool but when someone says something and we take it out of context or it seems a certain way or even if they make a mistake that doesn't mean that they can't grow from it
1: and why don't we ask for clarification
0: right right? i think
1: it's just we're quick to jump to be like yeah i don't agree and that is over the top or i demon is over the top so yeah you're canceled
0: and we like you shoot first ask questions last not cool i know when i first entered the space of i guess blogging or whatever media what i do i was really concerned Uh, about having an opinion and being set in in my opinion and expressing that opinion because I'm like man I don't want people to cancel me I don't want people to get the wrong idea yada 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 and there's a it's still like that to an extent but it's it's totally not as bad do you want me to tell you about the time that I like was this close to being canceled I guess I did get canceled when I first started my card company okay so I put out this card and the on the front of it it said at least it's not or no, it, it could have been worse something like that get well soon it could have been worse dot 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 um it could have been herpes kind of thing <laughs> the herpes community came for me they blasted my stuff blasted my website saying this is so unfair this is so inappropriate da, 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 like they came for me and i was like i don't, I don't know it was just a joke. I get and I mind you, I understand what they were saying. Did I take the card down? Yes. Do I sell this card anymore? No. But I think that the way it was done, like the girl didn't even like DM me and be like, hey, just so you know, da 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 da. Cause I agreed with with her stance. Instead, what she did is she blasted my thing to all of her networks, and then all of her networks, you know, like The the Twitter finger, Facebook people then came back to my stuff and they were literally it was like fire, like sending people back to my page to like light me up.
1: Listen, keyboard warriors, how about you educate people if you don't feel like what they have done is right or sits well with you because you belong to that community. And I think that we we judge we're not here to educate.
0: Exactly. Well,
1: it's 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 terrible. Like, why? Why do we like if I let's say you go after them? About something else, yeah. How are you gonna like it?
0: I don't know. I'm just not down it to go back and forth on the
1: internet. I'm not. You should see some people. They have so much time on their hands to just rip apart, like, like, not necessarily just celebrities, but like YouTubers and yeah, anybody who
0: puts their opinion out there.
1: To To be honest, I find it funny. Like, I don't, I don't go on. I go on to read it. I don't add to that kind of stuff. Like, I'll read some stuff. I'm like. I notice this I'm surprised that like, no, I'm not surprised about it. I'm like, I'm glad that somebody else notices too. And it's kind of funny. And is it insensitive? It can yes, be. Yeah. It can be. Is it mean? Yeah, it can be. Is it yeah. rude? Definitely. Definitely. But I think it's because we all function on different levels of humor and what we deem as like funny. We're, we're not accepting of people's different like styles of like comedy. And I think that a lot of people do it in a way where it's like, I'm trying to, I do it this way because the the people that are are directly in front of me, like my community, they're going to find this funny because I find this funny. Yeah. Just because you don't find it funny doesn't mean it's not funny. And it may be offensive to you, but it's not offensive to other people. And I'm not saying it's okay to do those things. But what I'm saying is like, you got to understand that like, don't blast me from jump. Educate me on why this is inappropriate or why this is wrong or whatever. So that I can learn from my experience. Yeah, I'll take it down. No problem. Now I know that I need to be a little bit more careful in what type of product I put out or what I need to express.
0: And mind you, just playing devil's advocate, not because I'm trying to create mess, but a lot of the times people who are in of the culture where they're being made fun of or inappropriate things are being said, it's not our job to educate other people.
1: I think it is our job.
0: I don't think it's a no I don't think I don't think that's fair to say but if you are going to go out on a whim and say this is a problem that da da, and like light someone up then I think you if you have the time to do that then maybe you have the time to like send them an article whatever it's not your job but Benny you're a reasonable guy you're a reasonable person I know I think you're very reasonable not everyone is like that. There are people who are dead set in the way that they think and the and being ignorant where it's like it's not even worth trying to send to, them a link or educate them. So me, like that's the tough part.
1: To me I'm just I think it like on on the other side of it so basically if I did what you did I would appreciate someone to, there to educate me. If you want to blast me go sit your butt back down. I'm not hearing you. Get on my face because here's the thing is like don't expect me to know something when i don't know
0: no it wasn't sensitive what i did <laughs> but yeah, like yes i'm not i'm I not necessarily i didn't that know there was a herpes community
1: I, uh, I didn't know yeah right who who
0: would have known who would have known
1: unless you're a part of that community right like i'm and i'm not trying to be insensitive to them or any other community of sorts i just think that we're definitely way too freaking sensitive way too sensitive Right. Well, you you can't be you can't be a comedian anymore.
0: Well, here's you can't. Th- yeah, I do think that cancel culture is going through a shift. I think it was at its strongest probably between twenty seventeen and 2021, 2022. But as of last year, I see a stark difference, and people just don't care anymore. And I think it started with the comedians because it affected their job so heavy, so hardcore. And the thing is. In Hollywood and in the industry, you can't afford to be canceled. I can afford to be canceled where I'm at right now because it, it, I don't have a big enough audience. I don't have a big enough following. I don't make my money from media yet. So it doesn't it doesn't impact and affect my bottom line. But when you're thinking about a touring artist who is selling things and who relies on their following and who relies on the brand deals. And for this group of people, or this community be like, oh, they're canceled because you know, it was may have been an insensitive joke or whatever. I I, didn't, I don't think that's fair. And I do see the shift. I see it huge. I, th- I think it's changing. And I think in a matter of maybe one to two years, you, we're going to see the decline. I don't think it's going to ever be as, as free as it used to be, but it's not going to be as, as wild as it's been the past few years.
1: I just think that as much as we are all students in life, we should be teachers as well. You can't expect to be one and not the other.
0: No, some people don't care. Some people don't want to be a student, some people don't want to be teachers. So I yeah.
1: So you don't want to be both?
0: There's yeah, there's some people who so don't So if you don't want to be both,
1: keep your keep your mouth shut. And there's and some people sit, who don't want to do that either. And, and just sit in your, in your one bubble. lonely chair and just read your comments.
0: Girl, that is not how things work.
1: Well, do you know what? Then don't don't come for me. If I say something, you don't like it, come say it to my face. And we'll deal with
0: LOL. it. L O L. He's saying, just, "Come fight."
1: No, I just said, "Come say to my face." And we'll see what happens. I, I didn't. I didn't say anything that was going to get physical, but it it could go
0: down. I'm telling you, people think that he's the calm, nice one. Um, I am the calm, nice one.
1: I can be calm and nice.
0: I think you come across in our conversations as like oh, the I'm, more I'm definitely
1: like one. a very like heated type of person. Like if. If something like if you're pushing buttons, trust me, I, I I will throw down. Like I'm not afraid of anyone. I don't care how big you are. I don't care if I lose. Here's the thing: I'm gonna defend myself. If I if I lose, I lose. No, I'm a little But I'm plus, not gonna. I, but I'm not gonna go down like not to not defending myself.
0: Nah, I'm gonna tuck my tail is. and walk away. Yeah. All right. Not next fighting card. for you.
1: <laughs> oh, social media. Is it connecting people or causing isolation?
0: I think about this all the time, so I can go first. I think it does both. I think it connects people on a different realm, not physically. I think it has a negative impact on us getting out and seeing our friends and all of that. It makes things more tangible. Like, I can know what's going on in your life. I can know that you have a kid and I can know the name of your kid and this and that without you telling me. It's like sometimes you meet up with friends and you're already caught up on their lives because you've checked their Instagram stories. So I think it can have a positive impact and influence, but it can also have a negative impact influence. Let me tell you about the negative, though. I think people don't know how to talk to people anymore in person. People are weird (laughs) in person because they're so used to like to being able to. Think out their thoughts and like be cool over text message. But like the words that they say in text and the way they text cannot and does not align with their in person vibe. And yes. I hate that. And that's why when we're doing the online dating thing, it's so frustrating because you'll have someone who's really good and the back and forth and being able to like to con- connect and communicate over social media. I count dating apps as social media and social apps too. Yeah. And then when you're in person, it's like crickets. It's like, and I don't expect there to be nonstop conversation all the time, but like your vibe just don't match. So I think of, it makes people weird.
1: It's kind of like JP in Love is Blind.
0: Oh, yes. I forgot. You watched it. It's <laughs> yeah. it's, it's just like that. It's think, just I like JP.
1: There's a lot of misinterpretation um, in regards to like what you're talking about, whether it's like dating apps or whatnot it's It's definitely both it helps people engage in other things or with people that are really kind of like your thing, whether it be purchasing a service or a product or whatever but yes. o- but obviously it's isolated a lot of people It's easier to be in like your bubble your comfort zone and to connect with people whether it be um, Instagram, Twitter dating apps et cetera et cetera yeah right.
0: But it gives you so much more access. I love that part of it.
1: Yes, access is great, but it it takes that
0: the quality away.
1: The quality away in in like I believe in like a like a like interpersonal way. Yeah. Right. We don't have a lot of that anymore, and I think a lot of the younger generation. I'm, I'm gonna say they lack that skill or lack a lot of those communication skills. Where it's very detriment to them when they jump into like a workforce or when they go into, you yeah. know, higher education, where you have to be able to communicate face to face with individuals, where you have to present, where you have to. Not, I was gonna say that they had to build dioramas, but that's not what, what I mean. They do like, presentations. Yeah, presentations and stuff like that. And it's like, well, why can't I just do it on PowerPoint? And you can just view the PowerPoint, click it, and just view yeah. this video or whatever. It's just, I just think that th- that. Kind of thing will never fully go away. Mm-hmm. Like they have a lot of stuff that's f- training for certain types of jobs. They try to do like online or or VR.
0: I love a good online training. It does nothing. You just click, click, click through everything. Stop telling people. And what you've done s- unless, at work? I know. I, well, I don't work the job anymore. But unless, like, sometimes if there's a test or a quiz, you're like, oh man, now I got to listen. But a lot of times, it's common sense. The test or the quiz. Yeah, or, it's also like,
1: if I fail, who cares? I'm just gonna do it again. Yeah,
0: or you answer the questions like, aren't eh, wrong, guess again. And you're like, okay, well, I'll just spend my time doing that then. I don't know if social anxiety is more prevalent now, or maybe we, now we just know the a, term. A thousand, so,
1: a thousand percent. And I think social media slash internet. Is, yeah, okay, if you want to use that word, Is the blame for that. Okay. I think a lot of people have have that because of the accessibility we have to, to just be like, okay, I can search for this, I can do this because it's, it's right here in front of me. It's easier. I don't even have to leave my chair.
0: Next question. We're going to talk about artificial intelligence, AI, chat, GPT, all that good stuff. Do you think that artificial intelligence in job automation will lead to mass unemployment? So is AI coming for our jobs?
1: Yes. It, it already has. And I think there's, I think there's, uh, it's, it's really good in a sense, but I also think it's bad because it's taking away a lot of work. Like when you take a look, like when I, let's just relate to like self-checkout to to AI, right? right. I think that like, people still scan a tomato for like a 60-inch screen TV. Like, I don't care. You can do whatever the heck you want. Um, I just think that we've moved away from actually paying people to work and we're just we just have like AI do it which at the end of the day there's also the talk of people don't want to work people don't want to stand there for six, seven, eight hours plus yeah. a day working a job where they probably hate where they don't care about but at the end of the day everybody needs money and that's a whole another conversation we could like, run cycles in this yeah exactly but I think AI I think I don't want to say that it's one above the other i think it's good but i also think it's bad yeah Um, like chat gpt helps the creation of a lot of things and it's i'm not gonna say it's simple but it helps out a lot you still have to tweak and do certain things like they use it for like creating songs like that's amazing but then a lot of these songwriters they're technically out of a job right and i think there's no real like I think with that kind of stuff, like people are like, oh well, it's just a song. It's it sounds great, you know. It'll sell this and that, right? But there's no real like meaning and and feeling behind. It. There's no motion behind it, right? And I think that that's important to to music. At least music I listen to.
0: Yeah, I I agree with you. I think a lot of these topics we're going to be on both sides of them. There's there's two sides to a coin. I love AI. I think it can really just ameliorate our jobs and, and it can make us faster. It can make us more efficient. It can make us have a little bit less stress. Like these systems that, that we're using and that are in place, some of them are just so archaic and replacing them with AI can can truly help. Now you have to be careful because it, it can and sometimes will write you out of a job. As you're saying, the cashiers, the self-checkout, all of that stuff. It, I know that for me, if the store does not have self, self-checkout, I won't go there because I don't like waiting in a line.
1: I use it if it's there and there's like a lineup, but I prefer to go to someone like, except for a bank. Like I'm not going to a teller. I don't care to, but like, I just feel like people should work. People should be paid to do a job, you know? And I feel like we've lost a lot of this, like I don't know what I want to call it like that old school mentality of working for your money i don't i don't know i don't know what to call it to be honest, but I just feel like you should work well I don't care what your job is you should work right oh gosh,
0: what is this one
1: uh cultural appropriation where Ooh. do we draw the line oh gosh honestly this this is a very touchy type of subject this is a and it's subject. it's very- i i feel like it's hard to discuss without people ha- like feeling a ways about it and i get it because we go through like i've grown up hearing a lot of like let's just call them racist or stereotypical remarks and it doesn't phase me anymore like people can see it around me now i'm like okay cool like, like that's, derogatory I, words yeah, yeah, slurs yeah i don't and you don't care i don't give a shit I don't in a sense of like it doesn't meaning that I it doesn't affect me. Like it doesn't make me feel like lowly or it doesn't, it doesn't make me feel shitty. If right?
0: strangers say it or if uh, your friends doesn't say it, ma- it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter who it is. If a white person or nope. someone who wasn't of your race says a doesn't, racial slur. Doesn't matter to me. You don't care. I don't care even like the way not even like a a term of endearment but the way they say it is meant to bring like kind of like
1: like a like a backhanded type of like yeah like they're saying it it, to me i'm just like okay cool to me because i've heard it so much where it like i kind of like
0: desensitized
1: desensitized and it's not obviously it's it's still not right right but i think that it i think with what i've been used to in in like whether it's slurs and just stereotypical racial type of things, it's come it its comes off more as like a like a joke or anything to do with like some type of comedic relief and to me I I laugh with it because I think that a lot of these jokes there is some truth behind it, mm-hmm. which makes it funny, but also it's not it's still not right right. But that's my experience, right? It's not the same. Like, and, and it's not the same for everyone. Yeah. Um, yeah, really I think
0: there's a difference and we need to draw the distinction between cultural appropriation and then cultural appreciation. So it's really tough because yeah. sometimes people, even if you grew up in a neighborhood, if you're a white person or a brown person who grew up in a neighborhood and you have black friends, you might really tune into black culture and for someone who doesn't know you or know your story or know where you come from it might look like cultural appropriation i think the issue comes in is when you're profiting from a culture that doesn't be- that doesn't belong to you and you're not referencing the source. You're not bringing people up. Like there are a ton of people who make money and who make their livings off of cultures that don't belong to them and shed no light on the culture and don't bring other people up or give opportunities within that culture. And I think that's an issue. Like we look at the idea of the Kardashians. I love the Kardashians. I watched the show. I really like it. No. But mind you, they've made a lot of their, their money and a lot of their fame and success came from... Almost like cosplaying as black women. If you look at the the shapes of their bodies, even sometimes earlier on, the way that they would wear their hair, do their makeup, the lip injections, all of that. And it's like they took it and now people are like, Oh, that's the Kardashian look. It's not. It's not. They you're not paying homage to to anything. I also think when you're doing oh, I have so many stories I'm like, I don't even know what to say but when you are disrespecting a culture and and you you have no awareness it's it's not it's not cool
1: i just think that people need to understand more and i and i, and I think that it's kind of like wishful thinking for me because it's, it takes a lot of time it takes all, it takes everyone to really kind of give people the respect that they deserve like if i'm going to i don't know sell this service or this product. I need to reference it, right? Mm -hmm. I'm not going to be like, oh, well, this is me or this is it because I created it, right? But it it came from somewhere. Yes, we, like how many new things can actually be invented now?
0: No, Benny's going to invent his own line of do-rags and then when people say, hey, that doesn't belong to you. That's a black people thing. He's going to say, guess what? You made it a hot line. I made it a hot song, don't so hate on my do-rag company. You're so dumb. And Don't come That will come
1: never out. happen. You'll never have a company. Oh, my God. Company. I was so dumb. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah,
0: but it's true. That's a good example. A lot of people yeah. profit, especially in the beauty industry. Oh, my gosh. I know we are talking about cultural appropriation, and it's kind of like a a subsidiary like area of it, but a lot of people profit off of the beauty industry and black women and, and beauty products. I know for me, I try my hardest and you know, this is going to be my tip of the day. So I'll save the actual company. I try my hardest when I'm spending beauty dollars, whether that's for my nails, whether that's for my waxing or my products that I'm shopping at predominantly black and Brown businesses. I try now I'm not perfect. Not perfect. But I I go out of my way to to try and, and make that happen cuz ugh, I don't want to say it. Oh, I don't even know. It's it such a touchy subject. Such a t- I'm just going to steer clear of it. Equality. So, are we making progress on gender equality or are we still facing significant challenges?
1: Off the top of my head, I feel like we take A few steps forward, Mm -hmm. then we take a couple steps back.
0: In a different area. Like for every action there's a reaction.
1: Yeah. And I feel like I don't like to be that like have that pessimistic type of outlook and be like, oh well, we're doomed or we're gonna lose regardless. I just it I don't know. I really don't.
0: I think we've made leaps and bounds when it comes to women being able to have their own bank accounts, access to money, be able to work. The wage yeah. gap still exists, but I, I do believe that it may be getting smaller. That's I have no evidence, but I'm just saying that. But like I said earlier, for every action, there is a reaction. And when things change but mindset doesn't, that's therein lies the rub. That's when we're going to have the issue. So the issues that we were having back then have now turned into a whole different set of issues that we don't know how to deal with and we don't know how to handle. Also, I think it's important to know the difference between equality and equity. Women and men will never be equal in every single area. They're not supposed to be equal. No, it's not not supposed to be equal.
1: We're not created that way. Right,
0: but when we understand where the other person is coming from, it gives us a better, uh, it puts us in a better place to have these conversations and to make things as balanced as possible, keeping in mind where every where everybody's start line is. And things aren't always going to be equal. But at the end of the day, we're hoping that things do get balanced. I do think that we're moving forward, though. Even if we're taking four steps forward and three steps back, we're we still are, plus, We're, we're still plus one, right? Yeah. Yeah.
1: Cryptocurrency, the future of finance or a risky investment.
0: Have you done crypto? Yes. What was your experience? It's all right. Did you make money?
1: I don't want to share that information. I want to keep that private.
0: Actually, like, you don't have to say how much money, but did you make money or did you lose money?
1: I would like to keep that private.
0: Really? <laughs> yes. Okay, well, I'll share. I'll tell you guys my business. I lost money. I lost a lot of money in it. And the thing is, the reason, well, not even that much, but... A a decent amount. The thing is, I was going off of everything that I was hearing. I did. I didn't know anything about cryptocurrency. It's such like a dude thing. So I was told, "Hey, put money into this. It's gonna go up." Blah blah blah. And it didn't. And it was something that I didn't care to learn more about. I think if I was more invested and I was doing the research and I actually enjoyed it, it could have been an area if adopted, especially if adopted early, where I could have made some some good money. And and had I pulled out at a at a good time as well, I think it's all about timing and staying up to date with it. But overall, no, I didn't. I didn't have a good experience with cryptocurrency. At one point, I did think this is the future. This is how we're going to pay. We're going to pay in coins, like on, on our phones. But I don't think that's going to happen. I don't think.
1: I thought the opposite. What I mean? didn't. I didn't believe that crypto was going to be like this. This currency of the future. I just didn't believe in it that much. Um, I think that. We all wanted to. I think like ninety percent, ninety, definitely more than ninety percent, ninety-five plus percent of people went off of the word of mouth. Like, hey, do this, put yeah. money in this. And I think it's because we're all human in a sense of like, it's like quick money, right? Quick like money, quick and money, and it's like, oh, this is great, this is fun, and then
0: this is for the people, by the people, exactly. But then, the but then
1: when you lose the money, you are like, you realize like, shoot.
0: Who do I complain to no not even like, I don't even
1: think about that I think about oh we're, yet again we're human because we're greedy
0: but would we be greedy if there was enough that's the thing it's, we don't we, we
1: don't know if there's enough but I don't personally think that there ever is enough because if there was enough wouldn't everybody have it already
0: there is enough but I think that you when we're talking about currency in general when we're talking about like that one percent I'm not well versed in this but I'm gonna try my hand at it a lot there's there's one percent of the population that that owns so much and has so much money and and access that there's there's people who are impoverished that one percent could really change things and what would be the ramifications of that who knows who knows but there are countries and cultures who have i i would guess it's more of like a communist kind of lifestyle or mindset okay. where everyone's kind of making a livable wage and and all of that but even when you look at crime and stuff like that it's like where does it come from what is causing this when i work a certain kind of event and i'm working with a certain kind of people i know that they're coming oh this, okay maybe I'll, I'll cut this out who knows but i know there's a lack mindset People who have a lack mindset and who don't know where their next meal is coming from are going to hoard. They're going to move fast. They're going to make quick decisions because they never know when another opportunity will come and they see no way out of the challenge and conflict they currently have. There is no way out of it. There's, it's a cycle when we're talking about money, especially. It's so hard to get from the bottom to the top. It's so hard to get from the bottom to the middle. And it's so hard to get out of that middle. You know, mm. and I think that we're, we're just set up in if you don't have the access, if you don't have the resources, if you don't know the right people, if you don't come from the right families, if you haven't had the opportunity to reap the benefits of generational wealth or nepotism, it's hard and it's you got to work hard. You do have to work hard, but sometimes hard work doesn't doesn't even get you where you got to go. Anyways, Cryptocurrency.
1: Yeah, I'm 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 done with that.
0: Oh, this one is kind of like what we were just talking about. Universal basic income. Is it a viable solution to poverty? I don't think we'll know until we try it.
1: It'll it'll never be tried.
0: It'll never be tried? Yeah. Why?
1: Because the rich want to stay rich.
0: I think Why are might. they
1: why are you gonna give everybody the same like let's say everybody gets paid a hundred thousand dollars a year. Yeah. That, that is still more than enough for most people. And the people that would have to, let's say, sacrifice that for everybody to get that, they're still going to have more.
0: I think if you press the reset button on the world and then introduce that, it would work. Right now, we I, I think that it... Everyone would react differently to it. You're going to have people who are like, oh, yes, I get to make $100,000 and do what I want to do. I get to make $100,000 and work at Michael's, the craft store where I'm surrounded by the craft supplies that I really love. And then there are going to be other people who are like, I can get $100,000 for sitting at this gas station and, and checking people out because I don't want to do anything. I want to be on my phone all day. There's going to be people who take advantage of it and there's going to be people who who reap the advantages of of it for their happiness.
1: I think it ha like the only way to do it on Earth is to literally have a separate space, country, whatever. Oh. To have that, and then when everybody else dies around the world, you start to shift.
0: But do you think doctors, a doctor, because a doctor and a Tim Hortons employee would get paid the same amount of money? But,
1: but then, but then, a hundred thousand dollars a year is not as to me it's it would be like a non factor because it's not it's not about numbers it's about what
0: contrib- your contribution
1: exactly so I'm, i do this and i'm going to get paid because all i need is all i'm going to need is
0: necessities you're a noble guy though there are a lot of people who will let that take away any kind of ambition that they have
1: but it won't, it won't be about that anymore because if everybody has a certain standard of living and the outside world is not an influence to that Everybody will, will kind of, th- it's, it, to me, it's kind of like a communist type of mentality. Yeah. It's kind of like a, nor- like a North Korea where you can't go to North Korea. You can barely leave North Korea, right? So you, it's like follow this, do this, do that. Everybody's just the same. Let's be robotic. Let's be soldiers or whatever. And I don't personally think that will ever work. <coughs> Genetic engineering. Should we embrace or fear advancements in this field? I think, sh- I think in ways that we should be scared of it. Like when people, when you talk about oh, they have um, a bionic arm. No, or not even that. Like I, th- I think about like people that have like created things in like a lab, and then I don't know what it was. I just heard very briefly like what was it last week where they said there was this doctor saying that oh, in like ten years we're going to be able to live to like we're one hundred and twenty. I'm like, who who's going to pay my bills? I'm not. I don't want to be paying bills for another like.
0: I would love eighty to live years. One hundred and
1: twenty. I think it'd be kind of cool. But I don't want to have to pay bills?
0: As long as my quality of life was good. So what excites Uh, me about... As long as I
1: can still move like I move now? Yeah.
0: We're good. We're golden.
1: That ain't going to happen.
0: Well, you don't know. What excites me about... What was that? Genetic enhancements?
1: Genetic engineering type of stuff? Uh, Yeah. It just makes me Is the ability
0: for us to have the potential for our bodies to not decay as quickly as, as they have in the past. So Mm -hmm. you see a lot of like senior people with hip replacements or they endure injuries to be able to make a comeback and a full comeback from that. And sometimes even even stronger comeback, that would be what excites me to be able to take people (laughs) and fix their ailments. People who you're
1: going to see, you're going to see like, I just automatically I kind of default to like, like, athletics and sports like i'm gonna see lebron dunking on guys when he's like 83 years old i would he's gonna love come back that. into the league yeah and then everybody's gonna, gonna be like oh he's the goat because he yeah. come back and play and he played with his 80 could jordan do that i'm like listen let's not have this conversation
0: i'm they, not interested in this conversation <laughs> but
1: that's just what i think it's and i know that's it's kind of like stupid to say it it's very extreme but it just makes me think of like just outlandish kind of things
0: but don't think of outlandish things. Think of the basic things, the necessities, the things that people need, and that will actually help us. Imagine that they could fix blindness or if people who Cancer. are hard of hearing, all these things. And I do believe that there's... Yeah. Yeah. That's, Stop no, hiding it. We should have an episode about conspiracy theories. Oh, gosh. That would be cool. Um, yeah. I I get excited about genetic Um, enhancements, all of that good stuff. Okay, well, let's finish the episode with the tip of the day.
1: Come on, baby, just a tip.
0: Girl, relax. It is not that kind of party. Just the tip is the part of the show where we give the inside scoop on practical tips to help you navigate through life like a boss. From must-have cleaning products to book recommendations and even the best way to peel a banana, consider it handled. So without further ado, I'd love to give you just the tip. If you live in Canada, there is a black hair store called the Beauty Club Outlet. They have very similar, sometimes even better prices to the beauty supply stores that are all, all around us, except for they are black owned. Their customer service is impeccable. Their products are great. They are in Cambridge. So if you're in Toronto, just order for shipping. I think it's like 8 or $10 shipping, which buy enough things and it will make sense. What I've done before, too, with friends is... We've gone on the website and we've just made a bulk order for all of us. And then it goes to one address and we just grab the stuff. So that way we don't have to all pay our individual shipping. But that's cheap. Come on, girl. Get it together. Beauty Club Outlet. I will put the link in the show notes. There's also another store that my sister sent me. I forget the name of that. Maybe I'll go get that. Give me one sec. Okay. So the other store is called Cam's Beauty Supply. Cam with a K so camsbeautysupply.ca and I haven't ordered from them so I wouldn't be able to give my full opinion just yet but I'm assuming that my sister has so I don't know I'd give it a go but honestly girls we spend so much money especially us black girls we spend so much money on our hair products we we have to circulate our dollar within our community please and thank you
1: got a friend and they just opened up a restaurant um i know you probably won't go because it's it's kind of it's it's hella far it's in hamilton um Mm -hmm. it's called island queens restaurant uh they just sent me something for a grand opening um definitely gonna go check it out um she bartends she a mixologist she does a whole bunch of stuff with a lot of corporate people a lot of like private clients and stuff like that with like cheap people to make drinks and serving cocktails and she does a wonderful job and she's part of uh this group that opened up this restaurant and definitely go support
0: all right well uh if you have not yet liked rated reviewed the show please do that because that really helps and uh this i'm not although i have fun doing it i'm not doing it for just fun there is a reason, there's a purpose, there's an intention behind all of the things that I'm doing right now. So part of that is is growth. So if you could do that with me, for me, that would be greatly appreciated because it will help me grow.
1: Yes. Don't just lead with intent, but lead with purpose.
0: And just like that, we've come to the end. If you enjoyed the show, you know what to do. Girl, leave me a review. Five stars, five stars, five stars across the board. To support the show, you can share it with a friend or on socials. Don't forget to tag me at OsoDopeCo oh so I could be a creep. You can also shop on my website for greeting cards, stationery, digital downloads, and other cool merch at www.dopehouse.co. This helps a ton because, you know, I quit my job and I don't want to have to do something strange for a little bit of change. You know what I'm saying? The best way to get in touch is email. You can hit me up at holla at dopehouse.co. Okay, shake your butt and have a good day. Goodbye.